you're just going to stand there eating that sushi all night? You haven't even looked at my photorealistic macaroni sculpture. It's Who Arted with Creative Messiah, Amy Ralfini. Amy, good morning to you. Good morning, Kiria. How are you this morning? I'm beginning to, you know, sort of bounce back to normal after a really shit year. So, yeah, that's how I am. <laughs> that's good. I mean, we're in November, so... Just in time. I know. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to Christmas. This is this little safe space before the Christmas anxiety kicks in. But, you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling good and pretty chill. That's good. That's good. Who do we have in studio today? Okay, so today we've got artist Stella Corkery, who's currently exhibiting at Pry the Window Open with Shawana Sprong up at Michael Lett Gallery. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Good okay. to be here. <laughs> Good to have you. Um, okay, so for some reason, I thought, because you're a 60s girl, that I assumed then... I, no, but, you know, I was just just quickly, segue, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it suck that everywhere online you look, they put what age you what year you're born it's pretty not fair as I would not be cool with that I don't really mind well yeah, you're I've, an artist so you're yeah, a bit cooler I, I don't mind I've, I've lived through some really good decades well that's true, so, that's true. see I'm a 90s great, girl except I wasn't born in the 90s or was I the <laughs> 70s is good yeah. 70s were great 80s were great 90s were great yeah so. 90s were pretty awesome <laughs> um, okay so anyway so I assumed you went to Elam in the 80s and I got really yeah. excited to talk about the art school fashion of the time <laughs> um, but no <laughs> no I've, I've since learned much to my bitter disappointment um, that you graduated from Elam with an MFA in 2013 which is quite recent however according to Wikipedia which which is always tells the truth I know I don't usually go on to Wikipedia to uh, to research artists but you have a great Wikipedia page and there wasn't much else really I couldn't see, you know Michael Lett's pages are quite elusive when it comes to actual coverage um, so yeah anyway I saw that you have a long and active career in the New Zealand music scene as a drummer, which, yeah. which actually makes a lot of sense when we talk about your work in a minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so we can talk 80s fashion later on if we run out of things to say. Okay. We'll go to 80s yeah. fashion. So <clears throat> before we go, before we get into anything, let's talk about your work a little bit and describe it. Um, so your painting is your main form of expression. Yes, it would be. Oh, thank yeah. goodness. I thought you were going to just say, I oh, know I'm a photographer, and I'll, I'll be like, have I researched the wrong artist? Yeah. Um, it's my primary practice. Yes. Main form of expression. Um, abs- and abstract painting, just so people in the wider scope can put it into a niche in some degree. I know that all of this is potentially... Quite controversial. Yeah. Yeah. No, not really. Yeah. It's, it would be abstract painting. Yeah. With, yeah. You know, a little bit of a... Uh, dab into other areas. Yes. Yeah, with but a, it pulls with a, back into that. Yeah. yeah, totally. And with a slightly cool colour palette, uh, which is interesting because... Cool as in what kind of cool? Cool as in... <laughs> as in... It's not hues. It's not blue hues. Right. It's cool blue. It's cool. You, like, your, even your reds are cool. Cool as in, like, uh, it's almost... It's cool. It's de- not desaturated, uh-huh. but cool as in... It's a cool... You're using... Your colours are cooler. You, you don't use bright... Pinks and really warm yellows. Well, actually, not so far. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> you might rebel against everything after listening to this. Um, anyway, um, and there's a certain hue, in a way, of naivety in the way you use materials and the shapes you create. Uh, for example, a painted canvas with spots of spray paint that have been evenly distributed over the surface, surface, or spirals running along the top of a painting, which emanates the freedom of your application. It's hard to look at your work and not feel a wee bit excited, actually. 
So well, why, that's great. Yeah. Why do you paint the way you do? And also, uh, that does make me think if it's a rhythmical kind of thing based on, you know, the fact that you've been a drummer for so long. Um, I paint the way I do, um, like my practice would be based in, in, in like the big the big lens would be it's a feminist practice um, and so I always look through um, that kind of political angle um, and so my painting was as a contemporary response to historical painting um, so there's just yeah many angles that I would look through um, kind of working out what feminism is um, through, over the years and the changes that it's gone through and those sorts of theories and philosophies will uh, definitely definitely come into how I make my work um, and I also c- realised that how I made my work um, it was kind of like automatic for a while then you know when I got uh, deeper through my degree um, I realised I was using the same methodology as I did as a drummer um, yeah, I totally can see that. <laughs> yeah, so I played um, more structured music in um, various bands like quite early on. I think it was, it was kind of avant goth was like a first girl band, which was like a really early 90s band. Yep. And then in riot girl bands, but at the same time... What was, sorry, what's it? In raggle? Riot girl, oh, sorry, riot I girl. mumble. Oh, no, that wasn't a mumble, I was just like, in raggle bands? Is in raggle a movement? <laughs> the in raggle movement. <laughs> um, that one, we can we can move into that one next. Um, and then, yeah, I did play um, noise, yeah, free noise, um, avant-garde, experimental noise, rock, which is kind of like a free noise, but also, you know, can be drone or anything like that. And um, so, yeah, I played as an improvising drummer. Um, and then oh. I realised that that was the same way I made my works, which is kind of why I could make so many works and why they would be so um, different from each other, because um, everyone would... Each work would start as a fresh improvisation. Yeah, so they yeah. are—they are actually quite process-based, and in a way, it's about. So, are they about? Is it about the process and the movement and the, in which you create them? Um, it's about. Uh, it's about more conceptual things than that. Okay. Um, but I use the process to um, exercise my ideas and my thoughts. Yeah. So, when you say feminist, that your work speaks. Spe- to feminism in a way how does it do that because my first thought is my first two thoughts about about your work are if I'm evaluating it is it has the same kind of energy which you could in a, and, and like it is capturing a burst of emotion or something musical which ties into your your expressive physicality in connection to drumming totally um, and and potentially you could bring Kandinsky into it or something like that if people knew his work but it looks completely different obviously and then the feministic element of it I could say would be I'd reference maybe Gretchen Albrecht and think is it about the actual movement of the body what is it specifically because it's abstract (laughs) Um, yeah I would say um, I it is about the movement of the body or it's or I mean you can read that because obviously the movement of the body is what gets the um gets the paint on there is what moves it around. Um, I think I'm looking more at um, what um, the Hororican painting is, and I'm kind of trying to deconstruct that. Wait, um, wait, the heroic? Yeah, you what know, like the heroic. Like the, oh, heroic. Yeah, oh, okay. like the big pieces, yeah. highly skilled work. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, so I think I'm kind of like, I want to lay out kind of technical challenges to what's uh, considered successful in a piece um, and, you know, where value lies in painting, how, what kind of values you give marks and uh, how how those sorts of things are read. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to sort of put that all out there so as an, a, an idea of value and an idea of labour and how we how we look at that. So how does that talk to the feminist? Um, ooh. Um, <laughs> Um, you don't have to answer if it's too difficult. Uh, it's quite complex because yeah. um, feminism is so broad, and and I mean, even though I've you know been um, a feminist, you know, since I was five, um, it's kind of, it's it's quite a personal thing, um, you know. I mean, it's it's runs deeper than equal rights, um, yeah. you know. I mean, that's uh, equal rights for all. <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah, just responding to. Um, the history of art it is you know it's a male history in the main um, yeah so yeah I, wanting, I, I like to look into that and see what I can deconstruct from that and kind of try and lay something new um, so in that sense would you say that potentially your abstract your your use of abstraction or the way that you paint within an abstract well we, I have Excuse the fact we do have to use these really restrictive terms in this in this circumstance, but in that your use of abstraction is a way a knee jerk, well not knee jerk, but a reaction against aestheticism and aesthetics as prescribed by the previous male dominated art history. Would that be potentially yes. pulling the feminist through? Yeah. Thank and how you. it comes through. Great. I'm going to listen to that podcast right. later. I, actually, there's an app that I'm going to start <laughs> using where you can get you can get the podcast and you play it through the app and then it types it out. So then you've got an article as well, great. which is great. So we can both totally do that. Um, so anyway, just quickly to summarise up, because I see we've been sucking up the, the, the minutes. Um, I couldn't make it to your preview last night because I, I just couldn't walk. That's my excuse. <laughs> I can't this I, morning. I, I couldn't walk. <laughs> but, um, but currently your exhibition is with Shruana Sprong, uh, Spong, who I used to go to art school with, up at Michael, Michael Lecht, and it's called Pry the Window Open. Now, I know Shruana's based in London. How did you guys know each other, or was it through the music scene, or did Michael Lecht put this together? Tell us, about, um, tell us about the name of the show, the show, what to expect. Just a Okay, well, the name of the show is actually Pride the Willow Open. Um, oh, my gosh. And it's, it's meant to be, it is kind of a pun on that idea. Um, he, um, and the name came from um, a writer, Alex Ross, who um, has written an essay in this, uh, like, favourite book of mine, called Hybridise or Disappear, yeah. a book that's been published by Moose. Yeah. Um, and it's a group of texts um, from a show a few years ago in Lisbon in Portugal. Yeah. Um, really interesting texts um, about the placement of painting and art part after modernism and discussing things like the thing, what is a thing and what is an object yeah. and quite um, thingy kind of things, which I like to look at a painting as like, a, you know, a, a vibration or a yeah, thing. It's a thing um, you react to. Yeah. And, um, you know, they have a lot of, paintings have a lot of things built into them. So, yeah, and that's they're a big package. That's what's interesting about them. Um, so he, he has an essay in this book um, and it's kind of quite cut up and it's a paraphrase from uh, ah, something that he said. So I can't believe yeah. I got the name wrong, and it probably. But it's quite an easy slip, though. Well, I've 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 obviously just read it and gone window, not willow. 
So I've got window everywhere. Oh, well. And that completely changes too. I was like, pry the window open. This is really voyeuristic. What's going on? And now it's like, pry the willow open. And okay, so that's interesting. Yeah, so I guess it was just a little bit of a word game. And yeah, yeah and did you and Shruwana work very closely or did it? Is it, is it more of a curatorial com- com- collaboration? Um, it's a, it's a curatorial um, yeah. collaboration with the gallery. Yeah. And... Um, but Trey and I have known each other for a long time. Yeah, yeah just from being on K Road for years and years yeah. and playing in bands and yeah. Yep, yep, that's yeah. right. Because she used to be in the Pussies, eh? Ages yeah, yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, art school and yeah. et cetera. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Oh, I was going to say finally, but I think we've actually run out of time. I wanted to ask about 80s fashion. But, um, so thanks Teal. for coming. <laughs> Teal. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. Thanks for coming up today and chatting with us, Stella. Um, your show will be up until the 1st of December at Michael Lett Gallery at 312 Karanga Happy Road, corner of K Road and East Street. And it's called Pry the Willow Open. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, I like this. Trey Chic. Trey Cool. <laughs> Touche. Chin Chin. <laughs> that was Who Arted with Amy Ralphini.